the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I like saying that. I really do. It's a great day. Friday is a great day. I'm. I'm. Do you realize six days to Thanksgiving? Woo-hoo, I'm telling you, I'm already starting to go on uh, my my uh, diet so that I don't have a lot. Uh, I quit eating like two days before Thanksgiving because I know, you know, being a type two diabetic, uh, Thanksgiving has its greatness and it has its its terrors i mean it's got a million carb calories that you're going to eat which is going to put your blood sugar into the stratosphere normally and i'm already preparing for that and uh getting ready to to eat away and i'll probably eat and then i'll excuse me sit down in the recliner i'll put on whatever football game is on and then I'll, I'll pass out for a while i'll go to sleep that's just the way it works uh, my wife is buying me an early christmas present today she's getting me one of those big mixers heidi and uh, that that's coming in handy because um this uh, weekend i start baking my chocolate chip cookies and the mexican wedding cake cookies and the peanut butter cookies and the uh fruit uh cake uh cookies and all of that stuff so i i love this time of the year it was my father's favorite time of the year i've talked about that many many times on the air because his father walked out on him when he was nine and he made a promise to himself and to the future prodigy that he might produce that they would always have a christmas that they could look back on and uh, remember how glorious it was and i can do that i really can do that so anyway we're we're less than a week away from thanksgiving uh next week we'll get eric on from uh, hillcrest designer jewelries because uh, i know he's going to have some big sales coming up in fact if you call him today or you stop by and see him today and say, hey, I, I came over, I heard Dave talking about you. He's going to give you right off the top 20%. Boom, done. Um, I went the other day, and he had a a, a 50% off sale going on. And then uh, and he said, now you are Dave Ellswick, right? He's goofing with me. And I said, yes, sir. And he says, well, you get another 20 So I got 70% off on what I bought. And uh, my wife will like that because... I bought her some jewelry, so I saved some money, and so she'll be happy about that. I got my other uh, Christmas gift in for her. You know, you know, when you're married, it's hard 
sometimes to buy uh, Christmas gifts without, you know, your wife knowing what it is you're buying. Because it shows up on, you know, on the bank statement. It uh, Amazon sends out notices that they're sending X, Y, or Z, and they're going to put it at your door if you're not there. So yesterday I gave her one of her, <laughs> gave her one of her Christmas gifts because she already knew what it was. It says this is is going to be delivered to your door today. It was her Christmas gift for me. I got her a paper white. Those are very cool. Have you ever seen those? He knows those are great. Um, you know, you, if you get like the uh, some of the tablets, uh, like a fire from. Uh, from Amazon is they're in color but the problem is if you go to the beach or whatever or you're out in the sun you can't see them it wipes out the pictures you just you just can't can't uh, make it out well this particular it's a small a very small um, tablet I think it's eight inches the screen is and uh, it's just in black and white and the way that they do it you can be sitting on the beach in the main sun and still read what's on the tablet. And uh, that's, uh, I've got one. And she's mentioned a couple of times how much she thought how cool they were that you could sit on the beach and uh, and, and watch and read uh, easily. So I got her one. Because she, she was telling me, she said, well, you know what, eyesight's bad. And, and you know, and I don't like to wear... Uh, you know, uh, readers and that kind of stuff. And she's a typical lady that way. And I and I just told her, I said, you can make the letters bigger on the device, so you don't have to worry about it. So she was she was all in. She got all excited yesterday. So plus, I got her three months of uh, Amazon Unlimited yeah, for Kindle. And man, you can. She can load up as many books as she wants to now. She's looking forward to it. That's that's basically where I get all my books. Every once in a while, there's a Balachi or somebody like that has a, a book that I really want that's a crime novel or something like that, and, and I'll buy it, and I'll pay the, you know, the, the 9 to $14 typically for the book. But typically, I don't pay anything to read what I read. There's a lot of good authors out there that uh, produce a lot of good reading material and i'm i'm kind of a pulp novel uh, reader and uh, man i got a lot of stuff uh, you who are the same way i am if when i say slater and king you know who i'm talking about the characters and those books are great and uh, i've read every one of those books i read all of the adrian hell series it's all it's all good. I'm just telling you, it's all good. So, anyway, I'm getting my mixer. She got her her Kindle. She's going. She's in love with it already. She'll be loading books today. So, um, and then uh, I'll go to bed, and she'll come to bed, and we'll sit there side by side reading and as we go to as we go to sleep. You know, just I'm a big reader. I mean, I I really I read three four books a week. I love reading. Um, and then the rest of the time, just so you know how exciting my world is, if the Razorbacks are playing, I'm watching college football probably. 
Uh, on Saturday, I, I watch other teams, too, Michigan and some other. I grew up in the Big Ten, so I watch a lot of Big Ten football, too. But uh, i got to tell you, uh, the rest of the time uh, is reading books and watching talking head shows on Fox. And I'll flip it over to CNN and MSNBC and a few other things. That's the other stuff that I do. But reading is one of my favorite occupations. My mother made me into a reader. She really did. My mom did a good job. I uh, I uh, love her for what she did for me. She made she made it so I loved books. She made it so that uh, I I liked to learn and uh, wanted to keep up on learning all the time. Didn't ever want to give up on it. So um, parents did good. Parents, uh, you know, my mom was a high school graduate. My dad had a GED. So uh, it's just the way that my my life went. Uh, he wanted to stay in school but didn't get a chance to. At nine years old, as I've told you, he was working in the coal mines of West Virginia, taking care of his family, his mother, and his two sisters. Uh, I didn't meet his oldest sister. She died before I was born. Uh, Aunt B uh, was around for a while, and uh, Dad took good care of her even after she was an adult because she really couldn't take care of herself, and uh, he took care of his mom, and he worked in the coal mines for nine years, then he went into the military uh, after the war uh, where he fought with Third Army in armor. Uh, he came back home and got out of the army wanted to make a career of it but they wanted to keep him in germany and uh, he had just got married to my mom and he didn't want to do that so that's uh, basically the way it was man chris chris has just walked in corporate just came looking like country boy here is that that country boy or is that cowboy that's me yeah pull that up pull that microphone up so we can hear you point it at your Pointed at you. There you go. Now I can hear you. Sorry, right. I'm late, Dave. No, that's all right. Robert's going to be late today. Let nice me let me jacket. tell you here. You like that? Let me let me just tell you. I bought this jacket. I think it's five years old now. Doesn't look like it's day over yesterday, but uh, leather wears so well. But I have a friend of mine uh, who lives up there in Fairfield Bay area uh, gave like me. It a leather jacket that he had bought at a uh, yard sale and it looked just like this and i really i fell in love with it and then it just got old and started falling apart so um, i ordered this and my wife asked me what do you want for christmas i want another leather jacket now i got another one i've got i've got a world war ii bomber bombers jacket fantastic and it's like my i used to have my father's Oh. that he got as a tank commander that he wore in the military. Oh, the real deal. Yeah, the real one, and somebody stole it. Oh. So it, it's gone. Can we hunt them down? Yeah, I wish. And uh, so I went <laughs> I went out, and they've got people who make legitimate replicas of that stuff. Okay. And I got one that's a replica. I always handed some, somebody, like on a cold day, I say, yeah, I wear a light jacket on a day like that, and I hand that jacket to them, and that thing weighs about 15 pounds. <laughs> I mean, it's heavy. Yeah. You walk out and the wind's really howling, it hits that leather and just stops. It's nice. Oh, it's warm. It's warm. Yeah, I love it. I really do. And I like it because 
It's what my father wore during the time of battle. The oh, bowls. yeah. Well, you replaced it. It's yeah, good. It yeah. still gives you the same memories. Yeah, it gives me the same memories. It yeah. does. Okay, so now i got to take a break. And then when we come back, I went and saw a new movie last night, dude. Oh, what is it? I'm waiting for Top Gun, but what would you say? Uh, Top Gun's next year, brother. Ah. May next year. I went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh. I will tell you about it. Okay. And I won't give you any spoilers, right. but I'm going to tell you about it. Let me just tell you that this version of Ghostbusters is the perfect sequel to the first two movies. Okay. And maybe, just maybe, it will wipe away the stench <laughs> of that one that they made yeah. with all the females. Oh, it was, yeah. oh, it was a terrible that movie. Terrible. All right, a break. Uh, don't forget about David Lucas, what he wants to do for you. Uh, if you're concerned about out-of-control government spending and who isn't after you watched what the House is trying to do right now, uh, soaring inflation, political unrest, and a rapid decline in the U.S. dollar, then you want to know about gold and silver and how you can use that to protect the next nest egg that you have uh, put together. Uh, you don't want to have 1970-style inflation destroy your retirement. So learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, the IRA, the 401K, the hard-earned savings that you're putting together by calling 501-222-3315. David Lucas Financial works with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, call 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. Investment advisory uh, services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. We're going to be talking to Robert in just a few moments. He said he went and ate somewhere. He mentioned, and I'm not going to mention it on the air, Yeah. but he said the food was really, really salty. Yeah. And he had to drink like 18 gallons of water <laughs> to try to purge himself of all the salt that was in the food. That's right. Yeah. That was a little hyperbole there, Heidi. If you had figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> He did. Yeah, he drank 18 gallons of water. They'd be still cleaning him up from the street after he exploded. But yeah, it, it, he just said it was really, really, really salted. And I have, I have given the ultimate, you know, thumbs up to Chris Corbett. I said, take your wife and take your kids and have a family night out and go see that movie. I, you know, I love movies, Dave. What's one I know thing you we do. have in common? I love movies. You know, I'll just fire up Netflix or something and watch any random movie. And I do that. I did that with uh, my son, who's 10 or 11. He's 18 now. But we watched um, uh, four of the Sharknado movies. Oh, God. <laughs> Those are so terrible. They're awful, but they're so funny. Who's the female actress in the most know, of those? But the... She was in the scary movies. Yeah. yeah. You know? I can't think of her. Just, you know, everybody, think for of the her benefit right of your audience, the, the sharks get uh, get pulled up in tornadoes from the ocean. Yes, the <laughs> yeah, crazy. It's a crazy. It was crazy movies. Really are. You know the movie that came out a couple of years ago that did so well at the box office with what? Jason Statham, Meg. You remember that with a oh yeah with a megalon, you know, dinosaur, uh -huh. white shark that was like. 98 feet long yeah. you know or whatever uh they were it did huge box office and for whatever reason 
uh, the film, uh, the people who made it, can't get their act together and put together the sequel. Oh, really? Yeah. So they it just, made some money. Megalodon. I oh, remember that Oh, one. it made a... Megalodon. It made big money. Yeah. It made big money. It was a fun movie to watch. It was like... It was like Jaws on steroids, you know. It was great. It was great. One of my favorite scenes in that, the little girl standing looking out from un- the under the ocean in this un- this city under the sea. And then she walks away, and you can see where the shark came up and was going to eat her, and you can see the teeth marks on the outside of the glass. <laughs> I loved it. Loved it. I mean, she's, she looked about a little tiny, you know, thing. And, with this beautiful jaws, it was great. It was a good movie. It was fun. It's a pop. If I say popcorn movie, it means it may be stupid, but it's really, really entertaining. Oh yeah. And this movie was stupid. I mean, there's like some <laughs> some kind of layer down at the bottom of the ocean yeah. that keeps this really warm water from yeah. getting the cold water, uh-huh. and so these all these prehistoric animals still exist down on the bottom of the oh. ocean so whatever hey how long is how long is nbc and msnbc going to last on television when they're sending out their reporters to follow juries to find out where they're going in their buses Ooh. did you hear about that story? I missed this story. oh yeah this happened yesterday is this the rittenhouse jury oh uh, yes what's going on yeah Ooh. Uh, a reporter was trolling the bus yeah, trying to find out where they where they were going and okay. stuff, and there was a cameraman with them. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to think about this. I mean, when you watch s- some of these uh, cable news uh, stations, mm-hmm. the amount of viewership is not huge, huge, huge. I mean, it's not like. A gazillion people like when you watch NBC Nightly News or ABC Nightly News. Right, right. You know, it's in it's just in the the, the sub millions typically. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds like a lot to most of us, but it's not when you're talking about the major networks that broadcast in the evening only. Right. Like the last episode of Friends or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean just really, really big. So anyway, they've got a reporter. Uh, and a cameraman following the witness's bus for the witness, uh, the, the, this, uh, yeah. this kid's uh, trial. What's their purpose? They're going to expose who the jurors are. Well, that's the key. I mean, okay. if they're they've got a cameraman there, yeah. Okay, so are they going to put their faces on television? You're not supposed to. Oh, I mean, you. I think they could. They can go after them. They're, they won't do this but they could yeah go after them for um obstructing justice well yeah or uh, inciting violence yeah i mean what are they i mean if the public doesn't like this jury verdict that may come out are they going to look for them Maybe. i mean i've already asked that question because black lives matter has shown up on the steps of the uh of the courthouse yeah. taking pictures of the jury as they're leaving because oh, they're leaving every day i still think that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard of they should have sequestered those people from the beginning to the end of this trial and had no pictures of them or anything so you didn't know who it was well you gotta think about put your feet in the jurors shoes are, yeah. they, are they worried well are think they gonna about be affected by the public what, what happened before the tr- why is this kid on on uh, exactly. trial exactly 
All right, because some people tried to beat him to death. That's right. Well, I, you know, that was a direct cause and effect. And the mayor, the county officials, the state, the government, yeah, not the bringing governor. out the, the troops. Yeah, bring out the troops, man. Keep the peace. If you'll remember when that happened, the guy got shot. Guilty of sin, by the way. Yeah. And uh, it paralyzed him. Yeah. He's paralyzed for life, and uh, they got all you know got all over him, and then the Black Lives Matter got involved in it, and uh, everybody says, "Well, why was Rittenhouse there? Why why did he go there? Well, he went there to protect the community because the community, after that verdict, uh, people came out from all over the United States, mm-hmm. and they rioted, and I I mean, why were they there? That's my question, doing what they were doing, breaking the law and, and tearing everything up and three-car places burned to the ground and whatever. We'll talk about this. It's big story, I think, this morning. All right, don't forget about Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. I told you I'm going to get Eric on next week because six days to Thanksgiving. All right, then it's only 24 days to Christmas Eve. <laughs> so you need, and guys, I'm telling you, this year, because of the supply tra- chain issues, uh, you don't want to try to wait until Christmas Eve and run over to a, a department store like Dillard's or whatever and pick up something for your wife or your girlfriend or mistress, whomever you might be buying for. Uh, just know that there just won't Can be. Can I have one of each? <laughs> <laughs> there won't be a lot on the shelves. I'm just, I'm just telling you. So do your shopping and get it done now. What I'm finding amazing right now, and 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 I'm hoping that it's going to pour over on people like uh, Eric, because he's just a he's just a jeweler here, a local jeweler in in Little Rock, who's you know he's like what's that? What's the famous jeweler in in New York City that puts everything in blue boxes? Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Yeah, he's like Tiffany's of Little Rock. He's really, really good. If you don't believe me. Go by his store at 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard and see the stuff that he makes personally. Guy's an artist, and he really, really is. I bought some stuff from him this year for my wife, and uh, I talked to him and talked to him because my wife doesn't like to wear jewelry. Uh, It's a religious thing for her. She doesn't want people who don't have a lot to be sitting by her and, and think that she's rich or something, you know, and flaunting it. And, and, you know, and I understand where she's coming Unlike from. Unlike you, the big flaunter that you are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really am. When's the last time you saw me with the tie on? Either one of you. <laughs> I don't wear You're lucky Dave wears pants to the studio. But yeah, that's a nice a, leather that's, jacket. Yeah. yeah, I got that. That's a, that was a Christmas present. He's got his Spidey Man uh, kangaroo, uh, underoos on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, bottom line is that Eric is the jeweler you should go see, especially if you want to make something unique. Because he's got a computer that uh, designs the jewelry, makes the wax molding. They cast it. They do all of it. Nice. And, I mean, nobody else will have a ring that looks like or a a necklace or whatever that looks like the person that's wearing the one that you gave them. Or you can buy something out of the – Right there out of the displays. And they've got uh, this year, they got the paperclip uh, necklaces 
You heard about those, Chris? Oh, yeah, I was trying yeah. to picture it. I don't know what that is. Looks like look like paper clips. Oh. But they're made out of 14 karat gold. Well, the ladies will like that. Yes, they will. You should go take a look at them. <laughs> you Your know, wife will like it. Dave, that, um, that the jewelry at department stores is generally lower quality than at uh, uh, a shop. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that, but I learned that recently. These guys, did, Eric buys a lot of jewelry from other people, and he'll melt it down and make other stuff out of it. Oh, no kidding. He takes all the stones out and all that. You want to see some stones? Uh, I got to go Go to 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard, Suite E, at 10 o'clock in the morning, Monday through Saturday. That's when he opens. And uh, give him a call at 501-246-3655, and he'll buzz you in because he's got to buzz you in because I don't want to talk too much about this because there may be some bad people listening. Oh yeah, uh, but he, they don't. They don't get up. They're in bed right now. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he pulls out these trays, well, just we, full of of diamonds and rubies nice. and emeralds and all kinds of stuff. Amazing. But you raise the issue that I had mentioned to you off air, which is and we're, and something we've got to talk about. Yeah, that's yeah, coming which up. Is security, safety. It's called. It's called. Uh, Where's the police presence in Little Rock anymore? Are we going back to banging in the rock like oh, we used to? It's a nightmare. Some of the numbers are as bad as they were 30 years ago, Dave. 30 so, years ago. Don't forget, yeah. call Eric, yeah. 501-246-3655. Okay, now, crime in in Little Rock is higher than crime in the nation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's risen the mur- faster, the, the, percentage-wise. The, the, the rate of increase, the, the increase rate of murder has um, exceeded that of the U.S., Year after year for 2020 and 2021, perhaps even the year before. I can't remember now. But uh, and what is the city doing? Just a a day or two ago, there was an attempted carjacking around the corner over in the Heights. Uh, So these uh, liberals, uh, guess what? It's coming home to roost. The bullets bullets are flying. Yeah, something like 30 bullets where these guys in an SUV pull up in front of a BMW and start shooting at the owner. Uh, and they uh, give I us your car. Yeah, and the and the driver and the passenger luckily survived. Uh, one was s- uh, struck twice, I think, uh, by bullets. It's it's a miracle, and it's because uh, King Scott has no appreciation or dedication to security for Little Rockers. And here's the deal: Do they have a the 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 people who were robbed, did they right. did they have a handgun? Not that I know of. Okay, because if I they know. brought a handgun, right. according to the the, oh, right. pro, the prosecutor in Wisconsin, they caused it. They get yeah, they, they caused it. And, for it. Yeah, they they brought it on themselves, right. and of course, they gave up their self defense rights. Because you know, this of is the same I saw type, that blur right. This is the same type of argument. Uh, that used to be made wrongfully, of course, as well. Oh, why was that woman out late at night before she got raped? She should have been wearing that short skirt. Right? Yeah, remember fault. that yeah. Jodie Foster did that movie. Right, yeah. that's right, yeah. that's right. It's her fault. And, and of course, that argument was abhorrent the same way you exercising your Second Amendment rights uh, and the left calling that the cause, the cause of harm is abhorrent. And these folks... Right around the corner, right in front of the post office in the Heights, get carjacked? What is this, Detroit? Yeah. And where are the police? You know, I walk around. Actually, at- Rob, it's worse than Detroit. Yeah, yeah. And they lie about the statistics. Right. They talk about, oh, there's been a reduction in crime, right? 
Well, yes, they, baby. Well, a reduction from what? Zero to 100? Let's talk about percentages. Well, they're not using 50, 50 caliber guns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, they're not going to do anything about it because if his past behavior is any predictor of his future behavior, he ain't going to do nothing. Uh, apparently, King Scott... Uh, said to the, one of the victims when the victim went to go talk to him about yeah. the problem yeah. in, in Little Rock. What problem? Right. No, I said, I'm praying for you. You know what? I got a preacher for that. I don't oh, need your help. Oh, man. Okay? That's what he really what, said. Yeah, yeah. When he's got his own security detail that oh, he's paying yeah. for. He's got a whole entourage. Dude, he's, got, he's hired so many staff. I, I, I heard uh, uh, through the wire there's been a FOIA request from an attorney. Is that right? About all of his staff. Well, good. And everybody's hired. Good. Yeah, we're going to see. He's got more staff than an infection lab at a hospital. Tell me this. Is, is, is he tell starting to be like Willie Brown? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, yeah. Me? Well, who's in charge? Is it the mayor <laughs> or is it the city manager? Yeah. Who exactly. would you call? Who would you call in Little Rock to do something about it? And remember, Chris Corbin has a lawsuit to carry his lawfully possessed yeah. firearm into City Hall. And yeah. they're like, no, we're afraid. We're yeah. afraid because our employees are going to melt. <laughs> uh, like they're from. If they see a gun. If yeah. they see a gun. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Corbett, according to the city manager, the city attorney, and King Scott, should leave his gun in his car and walk through that parade of bullets in Little Rock because these lefties don't want to provide they're you with in, security. Yeah, they're incredulous. It's unbelievable. You know what? You know what the police are. And I like the police. Okay. You know what they are? Yeah. They're report writers. Yeah, they're report. They ain't there to defend. Well, you. that's well, what they are now. That's because the mayor's made them that. That's yeah. right. Well, they're afraid to do Come anything. On. When Come you on. have, when they f- essentially fired that guy, well, they did fire that guy, and then he got uh, got reinstated, yeah. and then he quit. And he quit. Well, why do you think he quit? Sparks. Well, yeah. What? No, there's another guy. Another guy. There's another one that that was fired, or no, he was reprimanded. They reversed it at the right. city commission, the so-called administrative hearing. Right. Right. And then he's like, "No, nah, I want my job back." Yeah. Well, yeah. Why? Because it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I won't tell you who yeah. I was talking to, but a friend of mine is a. Um, is a police officer, or was a police officer. Right, yeah. He's not a police officer anymore. Uh-huh. And and we were just talking before the movie last night. He happened to be going to see the same movie I did, Ghostbusters Afterlife. And he looked at me, and I was talking, I said, well, I'm sorry to hear that, you know, you gave that up. Right. And he says, who in the hell wants to be a police officer right now? It's sad. That's Certainly exactly what he said. That's right, that's right. The, there are, there are some bad apples there. Yeah, there's some bad apples, but majority of them are there oh, the to serve majority. the public. Well, remember, that's but, a, but, I can imagine the job they do. All right, quickly, Willie, let's get him in here. Willie, what's your thoughts on this? Well, I missed the other day at Cracker Barrel, Dave. Yes, I know. I screwed up. You did? Yes, I did. I forgot. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, man, but, but I'm 68 years old now. I, 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 had, well, just, I didn't have I didn't have my let's go buy, uh, Brandon or whatever oatmeal <laughs> before I when I got up. But anyway, go ahead. What's your what's your I'm, thought I'm of the crime? Just, I'm, I'm just one year behind. There have been 57 homicides in Little Rock this year. Yeah, well, how many? How many? How many was it? There was a few years ago when Stewart was the police chief, and then he put an end to it when he came because he came back. Uh, didn't we get up like to eighty or something? It seems well, like it was nineteen ninety three. There was, I think, something like seventy three. Yeah, it was an inordinate amount, you know. But he put Stewart put it into it. Remember they 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 had the the police cars. Nobody knew what was a 
a police car not be, nice. And then as soon as he came back, he went to the black and white units again, just so that the bad guys knew the police were on the street. I walk around this neighborhood in the Heights, the, the very one where this awful carjacking occurred, and I got to tell you, I don't see cops as often as I used to five years ago. I don't see them driving around. How many cops are they missing on the force? Oh. I don't know. Is it is it high? Fifty yeah, or seventy? It's a lot. Is that right? Because yeah. no one, they even have nobody a wants to be a cop. Yeah, yeah they even have a bonus. It's you know, amazing. Five thousand dollars signing bonus or something. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you, Willie. Great stuff. I'm, you, you you made a, a very good point. DeSantis. Yeah. In Florida is offering a $5,000 bonus uh-huh. to any police officer who wants to come down and sign up and work in Florida. Now, contrast that with, remember the story. We talked about it yesterday. Goes, I, I visited with you yesterday. Yeah. Where the cop, who was a student at the Boeing Law School, was told, you can't come to school after work in uniform, in uniform, in uniform yeah. wearing your gun. What's part of a cop's uniform? His gun. Yeah. He's yeah. not allowed to not wear the gun. Moreover, by the way, cops are on duty 24-7. Yep. They're on duty 20, meaning if they see a crime and they're not, they hadn't punched the clock, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. And yet the school, which would get free security, and by the way, a bad guy magnet, meaning if a bad guy comes into school, who are you going after first? That's right. The cop. Yeah. A bad guy magnet. And some, well, they're, in, they're in harm's way all the time. Exactly. And some screaming Mimi goes crying about the fact that this law enforcement official is in the classroom wearing his uniform. And what does the school say? You out. You can't show up in that outfit. You out. <laughs> this is the kind of attitude. He got out of the school, didn't he? Yeah. He, he, and I have authorization to disclose this from him, by the way. Okay. He dropped out. And then because of me and Bob Ballinger, I, w- I told Bob Ballinger the story. And in a heartbeat, Bob Ballinger turned around and said, we're going to pass a law. In two weeks, he passed a law that, that allowed that guy to, um, well, let me be clear. Two points. One, he was always allowed to carry his gun in. And they said, no, the law is not clear. Baloney. Baloney. <laughs> Nobody, no lawyer that's read that agrees with that statement right. outside the lawyers right. at the university. Quick. Is it baloney with mustard or without mustard? No, it's mustard. got a lot of mustard on it. Let me tell you. <laughs> baloney. They got a lot of mustard on it. So, so Bob Ballinger said, but the law allows it. I said, I know, Bob, but this is what they're doing, and he can't afford to sue. So he said, you know what? We'll pass another law, and we'll all but write his name into it this time. <laughs> and that's what they did. And then he, the, the, um, the cop sends it to the folks uh, at uh, at the school yeah, and boy. says, this means I get to come to school again. Uh-huh. And they said, we'll look into it. And he copied Bob Ballinger. And Bob Ballinger said, you don't need to look into it. That's the law. <laughs> nah. and, and, and he graduated. And he's a senior person now in the uh, in the police department. Very good. Nice. nice. Glad to hear that. All right. We got to get a break in. Let's do that. Don't forget about uh, East End Towing. You need to have somebody who understands the rules and laws of towing here in the state of Arkansas. I'm just telling you, you think it's no big deal. You know, you go buy yourself a truck that's got a hook on it and you can hit the roads and start towing people. Mm-mm, not that way. And, uh, you know, you want to make sure that the people that you call to come tow your car understand that and follow the law because there's laws that you got to follow. For instance, East End Towing belongs to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They are licensed, they're insured, and every one of their trucks is permitted to be on the road to be doing the towing. 
So no matter the situation, Easton Towing can handle it for you. They've got all the answers. All you got to do is call them. Let me give you their number. I'm going to wait till you get your phone. Okay, get your phone. Because I want you to put the phone number in your phone. Here it is. 501-888-8849. 501-888-8849. Don't guess if they do the job right. Get the people you know will do the job right. East End Towing. Man, I just got a, I got a shiver up my leg. Talk has been so stimulating today. <laughs> Who was it that used to be on that for years was a talk show host on CNN and and said that he he got shivers up his legs whenever he listened to Obama talk? Is it Larry King? No, no, kind of a short, stubby guy, white guy. Can't think of his name right now. I don't know. I can I can say that right. It's not racist for me to mention that he was a white guy, short stubby white guy. Yeah, is he a short stubby white guy? Yeah, that's, what that's he a is. fact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can mention it. No, no, Dave, you didn't get the memo. You're allowed to say anything negative you want about uh, white men. No, okay. No, that's okay. that's perfectly permissible. That's though. why I help negative about myself. Yeah, go go read the front page of the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, white man this, white man that. You know. Yeah. Or if you disagree with them, it upsets you. Then you're right. I thought it was interesting in, in the Rittenhouse case that they did not tell the readers that all of the people that were shot or injured were all white. They they kind of reported it looking like they were all black. And oh, they yeah. said, fan the flames, after fan the, the flames. Yeah, they said, after the BLM uh, riots, they don't call it yeah. riots, protests, you know, the protests with the burning cars and the burning uh, garbage uh, dumpsters, uh, after the riots uh, for BLM, uh, Rittenhouse uh, shot or during shot three people. Yeah. yeah, all white. By the way, yes, they all were. White. They were all white. Convicted pedophile, pedophile right? Pedophile. Yeah, that was. Uh, oh, oh, the first oh there's guy. something else on that. One of them was a convicted felon. That guy hadn't been charged. The guy in the video with the gun, right, hadn't been charged. Right. The jumping man, you know him, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Found out. You know, he went to the prosecution. Said that he would testify against Rittenhouse, but. He wanted complete immunity, and he's got open warrants and all kinds of crap. Oh, man. Now, such a double standard. I will say one, one thing. They did something right here. They didn't give it to him. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they didn't okay. give it to him. Gotcha. Okay. You know, they turned him down. Well, they yeah. can't, right? That's the problem. If you give that person full immunity, then he's got zero credibility. By the way, you know what he's got right now? Uh, 0.1 credibility. <laughs> but <laughs> then he's got zero credibility. It's true. Right? Yeah, but anyway, he was he was willing to testify, right. just so you know. Right. Uh, the, the, what about this prosecutor? Is, is he elected? I tell you, yeah, and he's got to go. They, he he had he had he evidence. He was terrible. He had evidence. Yeah, well, I want to talk that to both of you yeah, about it's this. It's a yes. Brady rule, I'm, and yep. it's overlooked. The prosecutors get away with it all the time. You send a FOIA request in a, in a criminal defense, they send you a. They'll take the color digital photo, they'll print it, and then they'll go make a black and white photo of it. Yeah, just to interfere. Standard practice. Just to interfere. Yeah, standard practice. Instead of giving you the original color JPEG in a digital format. Well, this was this was yeah, video, right? all right? Same this idea. was video Same idea. that when you looked at the prosecution's copy of right. the video, it was crystal 
clear. Exactly. And you could see that Rittenhouse did not have a gun in his hand at a time that they were saying he did. Right. And when they gave it to the defense, yeah. it was all pixelated and yeah. blurry. Well, and uh, uh, they didn't give them the, the clear one until five days into the I trial. I know. I know. It, it was on purpose. Well, I thought that piece of video, the clear piece of video, didn't even come until it had been turned over to the jury. I think that's right. Oh, I think my that's gosh, right. really? Yeah, that they had gone to, you know, sit down and figure oh, out the, whether he's guilty or not. Yeah, yeah it's, it's remarkable. It's, so they're calling for a mistrial. Now, the judge, explain this to me, you guys. Sure. I'd go the, further than that. The judge says, all right, I will, I will make my statements about whether it's a mistrial or not after the jury comes back with their decision. Yeah, no, it's a clever idea. It's a clever, yeah. Yeah, right? right? Is, what, is that the CYA himself? Well, no. But, well, if, well. if the jury uh, um, doesn't convict Rittenhouse, he doesn't have to make any exactly. uh, determination. Right. But if the jury does convict Rittenhouse, then he's got to dig into the weeds. Right. So, it, because if the jury doesn't convict, Rittenhouse is um, is off. Well, it depends if it's yeah, a, if the acquittal, an acquittal a mistri- versus a mi- like four to uh, eight, right, eight right. whatever they do. Right. Yeah. All right. This is this is a text that I just got. Oh yeah. I got people that listen to this show everywhere. Oh yeah. All right. I won't say who it is. Dave, today I'm listening to you talk about the Little Rock Police Department. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the all the mi- and all the mismanagement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recently resigned from the Pulaski County Sheriff's Office. Oh, I was man. a sergeant inside the jail, and I saw things that would blow your mind. I, oh, I need to talk to him. The Sheriff's Department is a plethora of mismanagement. It has become a dangerous place to work, and the Sheriff does not back up his deputies. Right. I'd love to talk to you about this. Oh, bring it on. Well, well Dave, I just had a motion for summary judgment last week. On a friend of mine that was beat up in the jail on a no-bond warrant for a fade to yield. He relapsed from seven years of sobriety because of the beating he got uh, and wow. overdosed. Oh. Yeah. Did he die? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. No. And um, um, talk about mismanagement of the jail. I thought Sheriff Higgins was going to fix that. Sounds like he hadn't. All right. We'll be in touch with you, man. Not going to call you by your name. I'll be in touch with you. John I'll, Smith. I'll tell you, yeah, John Smith. I, yeah, it's really Boris, because yeah. usually I say, say you're Boris, Boris or Natasha. I like it. All right. We'll be back. We'll talk more. we got Robert here. Robert Steinbach is a law professor over at the Bowen School of Law. His opinions are his and his alone. Do not reflect those of the school or the university. And Chris is here with us today. Chris Corbett from Conway. He's a practicing attorney. Otani, yeah, he's 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 some ball player. Yeah, he's with the Angels. He's the guy that they signed from Japan. Oh, okay. 
And it was it was a lot of people who the, wanted him. The Braves but, won, right? Yeah, which is so just ironic that they won all of it after they took the uh, All Star game away from Atlanta because of the voting rights bill in Atlanta and or in so Georgia. Whack. That is so whack. And they sent it out to to uh, Coors Field in Denver. And there are more black people in Atlanta than than there are in the entire state of Colorado. Right. I'm just saying it was ridiculous. It was. And let me just. I was talking. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they they work in Major League Baseball, and they told me how woke Major League Baseball is now. And it's ridiculous. I'm just, I'm just telling you. It's you're gonna, we're gonna probably see it on the minor league level. I think it's gonna, it may start there, in fact, and then move its way up into the major leagues. I don't know, but that was the first shot MLB made was pulling the All Star game from Atlanta and sending it out to Colorado this uh, last year. It's crazy. Keep. Your frickin' political thoughts out of my sports. Oh, man, yeah. I'm tired no of it. No one wants to watch that crap. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like watching I, I flip favorite, on NFL football. My, my favorite response was Jerry Jones' response to people taking a knee. His players, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, you want to play for me? You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bottom line. I signed the front of the check, baby. I, I watch an occasional Colts game. All right, because I'm I'm a huge. I was a Baltimore Colt fan, so yeah. I was. It was easy for me to switch over to be an Indianapolis Colt fan in yeah. in the AFC, so to speak. And then I was a Bears fan because I grew up right outside of Chicago. But Dub Bears, <laughs> you but love I, the '85 yeah, Bears. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But I don't watch it uh, like I used to because they did something this year that really jacked me off. I mean, just jacked me. They got it. Oh, do you know that they play the black national anthem before the national anthem at the NFL games? Oh, my. What is that? I don't even know what that is. Yes. Did you know that, Robert? I heard something. Yeah, they played the black national. No, there is a national anthem. We are a country of all kinds of people of color. They really Black and and Asian and all of them. Do you have to stand? What? I don't know how many people stand for it. I I haven't been to an NFL game in a long time. And I worked at IBC in Indianapolis. We were the flagship uh, ship station, so I went to a lot of the the Colts game. I can't afford to go to a live football game. I mean, almost sometimes, depending where you sit, well over two hundred dollars a ticket. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Now I am going to buy. I'm going to buy two tickets. I'm taking my wife to a concert in March. Which one? Journey's coming. Oh, I saw that. Did you see who's yes. opening for him? Yes, it was uh, Billy Idol. Yes, Billy Idol. I, I, I'm paying to go see Billy. All right, I like Journey. Okay, I that like Neil Schoen and, and Journey. Uh, and the guy they got to play Steve Perry can sing just like Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you what: there ain't nobody that outrocks Billy Idol. Yeah. So I'm looking. I. My wife says, I don't really remember him. And I, so I, I played White Wedding. I Billy then I played Rebel Yell. He's and then I played, you know. Aspen. 
Oh, he on New Year's Eve. What now? Born in Aspen. Bar, he was a bar, at a bar in yeah. Aspen. Okay. On New Year's Eve. Okay. I just happened to be there, and I was like, "Why the hell is all this crowd here?" Was he crazy? Oh hell yeah! And it was uh, <laughs> it was great, but he was at a little small bar, little small venue, and it was a hundred bucks to get in the door, and um, yeah, it was awesome. In the midnight hour. Oh, yeah, White Christmas. Said, it was more, all, it was it. More, more. Yeah. So With a rebel man. yell. Oh, man. <laughs> Gotta like this. How many, this. That's how many one songs do you think he's going to play? What? How many songs do you think he'll play? He'll probably do 45 minutes. That's typically 45 minutes for him and then maybe 90 minutes for Journey. I mean, take Journey 90 minutes to play all their hits. <laughs> I mean, oh, my gosh. Do you know they're a diamond rock and roll band? Do you know what that means? No, what is it? They've sold well over... 300 million records it's amazing and neil shown when steve perry left the lead singer you know that's a the little tiny guy that had like robert's on his phone because he doesn't want to talk about this long hair he had the long hair and he left because he didn't think he was getting enough you know this steve perry i mean look how great he is he felt like he sang the songs and that's what made him popular and it's not I'm just telling Neil Schoen is the man who put that game, that gig together, and he's the consummate, uh, consummate uh, businessman, and made him what they are. And so they fired him, or I guess they, he quit. And he was on the internet uh, looking for a replacement singer. Schoen was, and he came across this guy in the Philippines that had his hair really long and stuff. And he was he was playing this. This is kind of the song that. Happened kind of the way Judas Priest they lost their lead singer. Right. They found some. And what they, they call it a, a what do they call those bands that just play? One, yeah, they they they're, not a mock cover band or. A well, they're band. like a cover band, but they only cover like one group. I got a name. And this guy them. did this guy. These guys covered uh, basically. Um, this guy was in a, a cover tribute band, band, tribute band, a tribute band yeah. for a Journey. Yeah. <laughs> He's good. Exactly. He's good. Like Steve Perry. Nice. And now he's on the stage making well, the big dollars. Those have some talent, man. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. You saw the movie, didn't you, with uh, Mark Wahlberg? Because um, that was about uh, uh, that that whole deal when they fired that. that well, they fought the, when you said the, that, I was thinking about that. The lead that, singer. That wild was Tom Cruise movie. You know, came out and he had the leather on. He'd ride the motorcycle out in the whole nine yards. And, it got, and he was like this... He was a big masculine rock and roll singer, and then he found out he was gay. He was he was living a, a, separate, a closeted life. Well, a lot of them do. And that. they let him go. Oh, and then they they let him go because they, they you know you just can't have somebody coming out and singing "Breaking the Law." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I made a pansy. Yeah, like that. So anyway, Judas Priest. They were act. they were a great it's band. All an act anyways. Yeah, but they were a great band. My I mean, to five death oh yeah, they're they're pretty cool. <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard it yet. I'm a big got, big rock and roll. Okay. You know, I'm big hard rock fan. Right, speed right. metal, in fact, Pantera and those people. I oh, mean, okay. speed metal, and uh, I'm probably the ultimate Metallica fan. Oh, Metallica, they're great. You ever seen them in, in concert? No. You'll see them in concert. But I they play loud. Let me tell you, I, I hurt my ears at a concert, and now I'll never sit up front again. Ever. <laughs> but yeah, I always sit in the back. I'll still bring headphones. I'll still bring earphones. The guy who plays the drum, Lars, for Metallica, yeah. I don't see how that guy puts any weight on at all. 
I swear, by the time he's gotten done doing a show, it'd be like anybody else running 50 miles. Oh, yeah. He's just at That's it. That's like the Motley Crue guy. They, yeah. Just, they just they sit back there. That's Tommy. That's Tommy in back. Yeah. Used to be married to Pamela Anderson. Oh, yeah. They're just sweating. I mean, they're yeah. Just, oh, yeah. They're... They're they the got they the almost got to be almost be carried out, off the stage he came sometimes. Out with some weird weird kind of political statements, or maybe it was the copyright deal. I forget. He got pretty political on something. Lars, yeah, yeah, he went after Napster. Napster, that's right, it was Napster, and rightly so. I remember people telling me, and I'm talking conservatives. All right, mm-hmm. they're taking my Napster away, and I said, well, you're stealing their music. Yeah, and said, well, they got enough money. I said, I'm going to act like I did not hear you say that. Exactly. I mean, you talk about me getting upset. I got upset with people who said, I'm free market, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, but I'm going to steal their music. Screw you. You're not a real conservative. You're not a real conservative. Just like the people who said, yeah, I think that people who own restaurants should be forced to not allow people to smoke in in places. Don't get me started, Robert. Don't get me started on that stuff. If you're going to be a conservative... You should be able to carry through on it. Yeah. And what you say. All right, we got to get a break in, and I promised Robert we'd come back and talk politics again. He's, <laughs> he's giving me a thumbs up. Robert Steinbach's here. He is, of course, a law professor over at the Bowen School of Law. Chris Corbett is here. He is uh, a practicing lawyer out there in Conway. He's also uh, going to be writing a check here. What, about $1,300? Is it about? Three thousand dollars for what to be able to run for the uh, state? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. State I don't know what the money is. It starts. I think, I think it's, it's, it's starting between February and March. Yeah, I think it's three thousand. Well, Chris isn't particularly concerned. Congress. Chris isn't maybe. particularly concerned about the cost, uh, but his opponent voted himself a pay raise when he was on the quorum court. So some people are in the business to make money. Some people are in the business to help the citizens. That's right. You decide if Maddie is going to be the right candidate for you, little Maddie voting himself in a pay raise as part of the quorum court. Oh, right. that's good. Yep. All right. We'll be back. It's heating up. <laughs> On the Dave Ellswick Show. We got, got things to talk about here. Let me remind you about Pat Davis. Pat Davis is your man to turn to if you're buying health insurance because what he'll do is help you save money 30 to 50 percent. been telling you this. And if I told you that you should go to the X, Y, or Z car dealer, and buy your car there because you'll be able to get it for 30 to 50% less than anybody else is offering it. You probably would go there to check it out. You know, I think about that, you know, 30 to 50% of $60,000. Sounds like a deal. That'd be a pretty good deal. Well, think about uh, how much you're paying for your health insurance every month. Take if, take, how much money would you have extra each month if you save 30 to 50% of that? How about if you didn't have to pay any co-pays? I mean, this is all the kind of stuff that that Pat Davis can get you, and he can get you with, you know, actual insurance that is uh, any provider that's here in the nation. He can do that for you. All you got to do is call him. Call him and talk to him. I'm going to beg you here on the air today. Call Pat Davis and talk to him and let him tell you how he's going to save you that money. 501. 605-6935. 501-605-6935. 605-6935. And the reason I'm begging you, I, w- I want to do you a good deed today. I want to save you some money. Or go online to your 
Health Plan Man. One word, yourhealthplanman.com. Back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. 16. Just talking about Ben Shapiro. Um, Robert asked me, how do you know Ben? And so I told him how I knew him. I, I happened to read an op-ed that he wrote. All right. He was already, he had already gotten out of graduate school. He was 17 years old. <laughs> For real. For 17 real. years yeah. old. Yeah. He, he, he blow you away. He's a fast You sit down man. and he is a smart guy. And he's in his 30s now. So anyway, he used to come on every other week on my show. When I, when I started uh, in the Little Rock area, he was one of my guests, frequent guests. Nice. Then other people did, did he talk fast? other people yeah you know they discovered him and now he owns the daily wire that's uh, on the internet and uh he's got his own podcast he's got his own radio show and uh, i can't get him on the air anymore he just don't have the time and i tried to have him come here to little rock to talk and back uh about 2008 2009 if we flew him in and fed him and everything he'd be more than happy to come in nice now if i got i can do that and if i can give him another thirty thousand dollars he'll oh, come no, in and talk yeah oh wow he's a yeah. he's for sale well he's a big he's, he's a money. big star now yeah all right and, and i understand that i mean call up call up sean he's, hannity and ask him how much it costs to get him to come in right in the seventy, well, it's crowd. in the seventy k area. Bring their crowds with them. Bring yeah. their listeners. Yep, and that's what happens. He's written a couple of books too. In the Shapiro, written a couple oh, yeah. Of books. Yeah. yeah, a lot. He's on written. He's written a lot of stuff. But he started off with uh, was it creators something? I forget what. Uh, it's where a lot of different uh, people are op ed writers, and he was just so good. He is still so good. I love watching the videos of him going and talking to college students. Oh, he's fantastic. And, <laughs> and they'll say something that is what you would expect a college student to say because yeah. I always quote Winston Churchill when I come here. If you're under 30 and you're not a liberal, you don't have a heart. <laughs> but if you're over 30 and you're not a conservative, you don't have a brain. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that uh, – and I, I, I look at that – that way because when you're young you know all that stuff sounds so good because you probably haven't worked long enough to to see how much money they're taking let's let's take for instance this build back program that biden he loves saying it's not going to cost you anything you've heard that right you've heard him say that folks oh yeah it's going to cost you out the nose well it's going to cost somebody the, well, the CBO the, said yeah, it's a, right. what, $375 billion. Whatever it is, it ain't zero. It's a big hunk but of here, money. Here's the thing. Even if it's zero, where do they get the money? Yeah, they're raising taxes to yes. do it. Yes. Right. You're right. paying it, for it. It's disingenuous. It. It's cost, yes, it's a lie. Right. So they're saying, they're saying it's not going to cost you money because we're not building up the deficit. Yeah. The irony is building up the deficit no costs you less money because someone else is going to pay for it. Yeah. It ain't right. No <laughs> debt. But we're just just for know it. that all of the stuff that they're saying they're going to do, your children and yeah. your grandchildren yeah. will yeah. be paying yeah. for Lefties it. Lefties vote themselves pay raises. Conservatives vote themselves pay cuts. That's the way it works. Oh, anyway, just keep that in mind. Well, here's the problem in Congress now. They get automatic raises. 
so they don't even have to vote on it. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's ridiculous. I wish I could do that. Man, I'd be making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. Heidi over there would be making a hundred thousand. If she could vote in her own pay, her own pay raise, isn't that right, Heidi? <laughs> you, you, you know what? No public. She's official. she's throwing her hands up. Ellswick, I got the sound down. I'm not even really listening to you right now. I'm not going to say yes because you might be saying something really off the wall. <laughs> no public official should ever vote themselves a pay raise. You know what the deans at the two law schools make in in Arkansas? Uh, uh, around a quarter of a million dollars quarter million dollars that's uh, over double uh, what well over double the average salary for the faculty and then they raise tuition uh, well uh, tuition has <laughs> gone up and by the way there's about i don't know a dozen or so uh, law deans that have given i think 100 grand back to their schools during these uh, times of the pandemic yeah. not in not in arkansas not in arkansas yeah, yeah. so yeah. if you vote yourself a pay raise or if you take that kind of money uh, you're doing a disservice to the citizens of Arkansas. You're lying in your pockets with their money. Well, now you're a professor who shows yep. up and teaches your students. Indeed, indeed. Now, they right, did. unless, by the way, I want to uh, take off for a religious holy day. That's true, that's true, that's true. And then they, then then they the, tie me to the And then the, the anti-Semites yeah. want to do yeah. their thing. But anyway, I am I'm just want to tell you that this was going on even when I was in school. And that's a long time ago. I, I rode to school on a brontosaurus. Okay. Bo- a brontosaurus? <laughs> you know, Fred Flintstone, <laughs> he had one of the old brontosauruses. I, I had the sport model. But the bottom line is you'd show up for class, and it wasn't the professor teaching you. It was a student assistant. Yeah. Now, wait a second. I'm paying for you yeah, to teach right. me. That's not right. And they do that all the time now in colleges. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. It's not right. No, of course it's not. I'll right. tell you what else is not right. The professor writes a book and he makes you buy it. Yeah. Oh, and well, we fixed that in Arkansas. You're not allowed to make money off your own book. But you know, oh, Dustin good. McDaniel is going to be teaching a, a, a class up uh, at the law school. I, I, is that how to have an inappropriate sexual relationship? relationship? Is that, yeah, and be found right. on what was it? The girl, the lady that was found out on the front lawn or whatever. I don't even know. It, it, that know. was a crazy. Right. That right. was a crazy thing. Yeah. But by the way, time after time, you see Democrat getting jobs at uh, universities uh, that are leftist uh, to sort of prop them up. And then they turn around and they say, well, I'm a professor at so-and-so. By the way, you're an adjunct professor. And we, uh, uh, across this country, we see this growing trend where administrators are hiring more and more adjuncts. That's not a professional core of educators. And it does a disservice to students to do that. Really? Oh, yes. All right, we got to sit down and talk about that. I don't it see how they. A, I really don't see how too, they how they, they can get away with mess. it. Yeah, I don't see how you can get away with charging a student to take a class, and the professor who teaches it never shows up. It's always the student assistant. Well, teaching. and and with the adjuncts, the student spends I don't know ten plus maybe fifteen plus I don't know ten to fifteen grand in tuition, and they pay an adjunct I don't know fifteen hundred three grand, yeah. and then all the extra money goes to the school. So the administrators love uh, having adjuncts rather than professional educators. Professional educators actually get salaries to do what they do. That's right. Let's uh, talk about this. We won't be meeting next week because it's the day after Thanksgiving. So you guys have a great Thanksgiving. And I will see you um, 
two weeks from today. Sounds Look forward good, Dave. To All right. God bless. Awesome. Matt Smith is next. And yeah, I'm going to talk about Ghostbusters. That's what I'm going to talk about. It's out now. Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I want to see King Richard as well. jump in right now because i i don't i don't want uh facebook to catch you all off from watching me because i'm playing a piece of music even though we play the licensing fees they do that still ever so often but anyway i'm playing uh, ray parker jr there and it's a good reason why uh because today and they had early showings for the movie last night uh they opened with the new uh sequel ghostbusters afterlife and if you heard the first hour of the show, and even into the second hour when I was talking to uh, Chris Corbett, this is the perfect sequel. And, and, and Matt, this is how I put it. It just might be a, a movie that is so good that it wipes the stench of that last Ghostbusters movie uh, out of the movie theaters. What do you think? Hey. Hey, speaking of stench, I got to reiterate to all the listeners on the answer, 101.1 FM, yeah. let's go Brandon. <laughs> let's go Brandon, okay? We got to get that out there this morning. So how, <laughs> how's everybody doing today? Everybody's doing good. I'm telling you, last yeah. night I went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife on Absolutely. the big screen at the Cabot yeah. VIP Cinema, and at, it's the first time I've ever seen it over at that theater. Everybody okay. stood and applauded the movie at the end. <laughs> it's a great everybody. Film. I tell you what, I, I, I think I think Sony has hit it out of the park. It's a great reboot for that motion picture. It is PG PG thirteen. Got that new young cast in there, which is wonderful. But of course, you know they brought back three of the original cast members. You got to have Bill Murray. You got to have Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> you got to have that in this movie. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. It totally erases. The film from a few years ago that we're not going to talk about, this Ghostbusters Afterlife, PG-13, it, it's off the hook. It's great. It's wonderful. I mean, it, you, you got to go see it. You got to see it on the big screen. There's no doubt about it. Soundtrack's great. What can I say about the soundtrack? I, I, let me tell you, McKenna, <laughs> McKenna Grace, who plays the nerdy girl, Phoebe, she's, yes. the, she's the one that's singing that song as the credits are rolling called Haunted House. Fantastic is, song. You, you you see a star in the making there with her. She is tremendous. Yes. She's tremendous in the motion picture. She hits her performance out of the park. Uh, really, I mean that's that's a that's a four quadrant movie. It should appeal to everybody, young and old, uh, male and female. What's not to love about the film? Oh, it's a, like you said, the crowd last night stood up and cheered the film at the screening. You I, gotta love it. I won't say what was going on in the movie. No spoilers from Dave Ellswick on this. Don't do that. Don't there, do that. There Don't is a that. point in this movie I could hear men sniffling 
<laughs> You're talking about grown men in their 40s, right? I'm talking about but grown men that were 68 years old. I had oh, tears in my eyes. Oh, oh, you're going to name yourself. You're I, I put my oh, myself in it. Yeah, it was. That's it's a good thing. It, yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> it is very, very, very entertaining. And you know what I really liked is it has a diverse cast, and they're not yeah. doing it in a woke way. Right. I mean, people get tired of that. You know, not everything has to be woke. Not everything has to be politically correct. I mean, if you look at a TV show like Yellowstone, that film was a hit. Or excuse me, that movie, that that TV show was a hit because it isn't woke. You know, that's some old school throwback television. And yes, there is a diverse cast in Ghostbusters Afterlife. There's no doubt about it. There are some tremendous performances. But no, it is a straight-ahead motion picture that's made to appeal to everyone. There's not a lot of that political correctness thing going on there. And that's great to see. Well, if you like the first movie and the second Ghostbusters movie, you'll love this movie. I'm, I'm telling you, it's just so well done. And the cast is good. You know, you got uh, the kid from uh, Stranger Things, Finn Wolfhard, is, is in it. And he's really good. He's growing up. That's something that's kind of very, very obvious in this movie. So I'm kind of wondering what he's going to look like in Stranger Things, you know, when it comes back. Let's go with the original Ghostbusters, 1984. Let's go ahead and accept part two from 86. And then we're going to skip forward to this movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife, 2021. And anything else we're going to forget ever happened. Yes, I have. There was nothing to remember from that other movie. I'm just telling you. It was you. never there. It was never there. It wasn't. It was, it was not. And it, this one's good. Now, another movie that's opening this weekend that looks awesome, I'm going to go see it tomorrow night, is this King Richard. It, this looks like the movie I've been waiting for Will Smith to make for the last decade. Well, um, he's due after that diabolical science fiction thing that was just a stink bomb after that thing blew into theaters. He is do something good. But I tell you, King Richard, PG-13, uh, anybody can watch this film. Uh, it is, it is, it's got Academy Award written all over it. I mean, it, it is there. That, that film um, is going to be an award contender, and not just for the Oscars. I mean, I can see some Screen Actors Guild stuff going on there. Uh, director did a good job. Um, that is right out at the right time of the year to just sweep into that award season. Um, yeah, I, I've got to highly recommend that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the Will Smith thing. He's done a lot of things that I don't like, but this film says Oscar to me. Yeah, he's done some really, really good movies. He really, really has. But when he started acting with his son, uh, he started going down the toilet, to be honest. I, I'm really looking forward to this movie this is the one i've been waiting for the real drama that he i think he's going to pull this off well definitely and aladdin was a great film don't get me wrong yeah i'm trying and 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 it's not about i just don't think his kid was ready to do that film and let's be honest the the script on that was horrible yeah um i I, you know i don't think it was just him and his son that, that that made the film so bad i think there was just i don't know some kind of goofball writing going on with that. I mean, I think they maybe hashed together a halfway script over, I don't know, sausage and biscuits or something. Man, I don't know who came up with that script or that thing. But but he is redeeming himself here. There's no doubt about it. And this this is an awards contender. Uh, I've got to put it up there. I mean, um, hey, you know, it's right in there with French Dispatch. 
and and of course Spencer. Uh, that's a couple of other movies that are out right now. They're awards bait. Uh, but King Richard's right in there. It's it's in the debate. It's a it's a top ten at least awards contender for 2021. All right, I got to tell you though, take your family to go see Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife. I I I will. Tell you're going to watch that movie twice. You're going to watch. I'm going to go twice. see it again this weekend. I know you will. I know you. You're going to take somebody else that didn't watch it with you last. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. We got we got <laughs> some friends, and we're and I'm going to tell them you got to see this movie. It is so good. It, how they took some of the stuff from the first two and brought it back, but repackaged and made it new for this movie is amazing. Let me. Yes, there is no doubt homage to the original. But it is done in a very updated way. Yes. It's with what's going on in this film. Uh, and I want to see this cast back for something else. I want that girl back. I want, you know, what they're calling now on all the magazine covers and entertainment tonight, the talk shows, the sexiest man alive out there. I want to see him back, you know. Paul, uh, they're, they're Paul, Paul Rudd so is right awesome. He's awesome yeah. in this movie. He is so natural when he is on screen uh, playing his part. He is really, really good. I really like. No, no, no doubt. I, I liked when he when he's teaching summer school, and he, he's like every summer school teacher I ever had. He walks in, he puts a VHS in, and he shows like Cujo. <laughs> I loved it. I loved no, man, it. No, now you know, you know the first time you watched that man. The first time you saw Cujo, you were watching that. It was all good, and then he busted through that screen door, my brother. And, and I'm sitting there to myself, and I'm thinking, dude, you just shut the screen? Let's yeah. get it together, man. You only shut the screen door? Well, I liked that how I liked that he, he said he looked at the kids, and he goes, oh, you probably saw those Beethoven <laughs> movies, right? Well, this is Beethoven <laughs> with rabies. <laughs> I got a kick out. That was great. Paul Rudd is a very funny guy. Very funny. All right, let's take a quick break. Then we'll come back and finish it up, talk about any other new movies we need to know about. And there's some really interesting stuff coming out over Thanksgiving. We'll talk about that as well here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, Make sure you don't forget that if you want to get a good job done on your roof, it needs to be re-roofed or whatever that you call PI Roofing. Best roofing company bar none here in central Arkansas, probably in the state. Uh, They've... I've told you, I'll tell you one more time. I'm, that's probably a lie. I'll probably tell you a lot more times in the future. But the bottom line is, they're the only roofing company that's ever been on my roof. That's how much I trust them. That's how much I know they do a great job. I know that they did the roof at the uh, Cabot VIP uh, Theater. They did the roof for them. And they'll do a roof for you as well. And you'll get a professional uh, you know, the cost will be right there in the ballpark. They'll take care of dealing with uh, your insurance and all of that. All you got to do is co- give them a call. All you got to do is give, just like in Ghostbusters, man, who are you going to call? You know, PI Roofing, 707-3551. That's 707-3551 or on the internet, piroofing.com. All right, back with you. Let's uh, finish up with uh, uh, Matt Smith, who is the owner of all of the, uh, you know, the the big cinemas here in the uh, in the area. There in Cabot, VIP Cinema there, VIP Cinema in Hot Springs, uh, 
of course, right here in, in Little Rock at the Riverdale 10, and then you've got Searcy VIP, and then you got the Hill, or the, not the Hill, what is it called there in Batesville? You there, you there with me, man? Yeah. yeah. What's the name of what's the Oaks in Batesville? Uh, by the way, I, I just looked up the director for King uh, yeah. uh, Richard, and it's uh, Reginald Green. He's a guy. If you've watched on Netflix, it's a series called Top Boy, and it's a great, it's a great, great show about it's about drug dealers to let you know but it's a great show very very good check it out you know good one to look at all right so we talked about king richard we talked about ghostbusters uh next week uh, movies will be opening a little bit earlier because thanksgiving is thursday i'll tell you one that i'm excited about although i don't know what it's going to be like without having mia in it and that is uh you know, the one coming out with the vamp, not the vampires, but all the Raccoon City stuff that goes on. Resident Evil, you know, yeah. welcome to Raccoon City. Kind of looks interesting. I've been watching the trailer. The director says, look, I want to go back, kind of reboot this whole thing, and let's bring the scary back into this series. Hey, it's, it's out Tuesday. That starts uh, Tuesday, actually, at 3 p.m. That's when that happens, Tuesday at 3 p.m. Cool. Um, that's the first showing for that one. That's coming on on Tuesday. And then you've got um, also on Tuesday, of course, you've got Encanto from Disney, PG, new animated feature from Walt Disney Films. That's starting on Tuesday. And uh, also on Tuesday is House of Gucci with Lady Gaga. So you've got uh, three great films opening uh, Tuesday. Uh, so you can come check those out. But yeah, Resident Evil is a reboot. Um, you know, I think they've done a good job with it. And, you know, Sony has been hitting them out of the park lately. Obviously, Ghostbusters is from Sony. Yep. And then, of course, you've got um, <laughs> Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, big Sony hit. And then now they, they've got uh, Resident Evil out there uh, for Thanksgiving. Uh, so really, they've got two Thanksgiving films, uh, you know, with Resident Evil, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, and then, of course, the Ghostbusters Afterlife. And, hey, uh, just to continue the dominance of Sony right now, uh, the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie is December 16th. Yep. You know? And, I mean, that, that's the new Spider-Man. Of course, you got Doctor Strange in there. Yeah, baby. In this film as well. He's, so, my, I mean, it's he's my favorite He's my favorite Marvel character, Doctor gonna Strange. It's going to be kind of crazy, you know, when you think about it. It's going to be kind of crazy that uh, I really think for the year, Sony rules the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Isn't that amazing? Because... Well, it, it's going to be that way. Look at look at Venom. Let there be carnage. And now you've got the new Spider Man. Those two films are going to dominate. I mean, I, I would not be surprised in, in the first time ever, the first time in history, that you've got um, the top four movies of the year um, are going to be Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. You got Spider Man. You got Venom. You got Eternals. Um, of course, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, and then Black Widow. Actually, the top five films of the year will all be Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, right? And but big, big money. The, yes, but if you look at the dominance of that, Spider-Man and Venom could very well wrap up as the top two, which means Sony kicks Disney out of that spot with the Marvel Universe movie. Isn't that funny? Never happened before. That's yeah. simple. That's funny that they use Marvel, who Disney bought, to beat them yes. with it. That's yes. kind of interesting. It is that's yeah. pretty, pretty know, interesting. 
if you look back the past 20, 22 years of all the Marvel movies, you know, typically what you have is you'll have two a year, and most of the time they'll finish up number one, number two. But this year we're going to have five Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. They're going to be a top five movies of 2021, but Sony is going to have the biggest two. You know, so anyway, just to show you how great they're doing, yes. Come out and see the new Resident Evil next Tuesday from Sony. They got Ghostbusters out right now, the new Ghostbusters Afterlife, and then, of course, December 17th, the new Spider-Man. Yeah, you got Um, some good movies there. Absolutely. And uh, Lady Gaga uh, coming off of uh, her big Academy Award performance in her last movie, A Star is Born. Now she's out there with House, House of Gucci, another incredibly good dramatic role from her. That's Tuesday. That's rated R. Um, and, uh, of course, you've got uh, Encanto, PG, uh, new from Walt Disney Films. It is a brand-new Walt Disney motion picture, animated feature for Thanksgiving, and it is only uh, available in movie theaters. You can only see Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, Resident Evil, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, House of Gucci, and the new Disney film Encanto. You can only see those in movie theaters. Well, I'll definitely be going to see you know, the, the new Resident Evil uh, and and see in how they reboot this, this whole thing, because uh, Mia has been such a, a a big part of those movies in the past that she's not going to be there this time, but everything that I've been watching looks really, really good. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. A little reboot, and who knows, as they get this reboot going, I think you will see her come into uh, future issues of that Resident Evil. Oh, you think they'll bring Alice back, huh? That'd be good. Come on, man. I mean, Sony's not stupid. They're pulling (laughs) off serious coups with these motion pictures, right? Yeah. I mean, you think about it, you know, generally you look around out there and you look at your big, huge movie distribution companies. Number one is Disney. Number two is Universal. Number three is Warner Brothers. And then a distant, distant fourth has been Sony, fifth Paramount, and sixth Lionsgate. But I tell you, man, Sony now, you know, for the past year, is really creeping up on the big three. I mean, there is no doubt. There is a gulf of separation between um, Sony and Lionsgate. Now there is a gulf of separation between Sony and Paramount. Sony is Sony is way ahead. Sony is by far number four in a big way. But I think Sony is moving up on Warner Brothers, Universal, and Disney. I mean, 2021 is a massive coup year for Sony at the box office. There's no doubt about it. Well, I'm going to look at the slate I, they've got coming. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead and finish. I mean, they've just got a great slate of, of motion pictures coming up. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm not a big Spider-Man fan, but I am big on this new Spider-Man film. All right. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'll be going to see it. I always go see Marvel movies. I love comic book movies, but you know, that's gonna be gonna be very interesting. You know what else was great to see when that Sony logo came up and then underneath it the Columbia logo came up. That was very cool. Little throwback to eighty four in that motion picture, no doubt about it. Yeah. No it, was, it, it was great to see it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right, so tell everybody, give them what's running this weekend so they can make their choices right now so they can call up their dates and tell them we're going to go see this tonight. Well, you got to check out Ghostbusters after one. PG-13 starts today. Of course, you've got King Richard, PG-13 with Will Smith. That's out. We are still playing that massive motion picture hit, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. That is still on the screen. Dune from Warner Brothers with Jason Momoa. That is still playing. Of course, we're still holding on to Ron's Gone Wrong, PG, animated feature from Fox for the kids. 
We've got Clifford, the big, the big red dog, which is also PG for the children. It's from Paramount. That is still playing. We got Halloween Kills with uh, Dave Ellswick's favorite crush. She still stars in the film. It's rated R. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. We got that playing Late Show still. That is still on uh, at the movies. And, uh, of course, um, we have hung on to No Time to Die. Uh, Daniel Craig's last outing as James Bond. Great movie. All those films are still playing. You can catch all of those this weekend. And then, of course, on Tuesday, uh, three new motion pictures for you. Encanto from Walt Disney Pictures, PG for the kids. House of Gucci with Lady Gaga from United Artists Studios, the same people that brought you the new James Bond movie. And then, of course, you got Sony Pictures Entertainment's new film, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City can't beat those three right, right in there right on time for you for the thanksgiving holiday all right matt you have a great thanksgiving brother hey i appreciate all the listeners and i want everyone on the answer 101.1 fm to have a wonderful holiday season i'm sure that they, they will do that all right you have Absolutely. a good one we'll talk Happy to you later brother thank you all right matt smith here on the dave ellswick show ghostbusters you got to see it take your kids they'll enjoy it Take it from me, Dave Ellswick, the, the uh, big film aficionado here on uh, 1011 FM, The Answer, and have been doing classic movies for years. Fantastic. Coming up on Monday, Power Panel is in at 6 a.m., and uh, Colonel Conrad Reynolds is coming on, and he's going to tell you what and who he's going to challenge during the Republican primary. That's coming up on Monday. We'll get it underway at 6 a.m. Have a great weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.